Thanks for tuning in to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Linda is the CEO and the president of BBB Serving Western Ontario. It's summertime and the living is easy. But as we relax and plan vacation time, the scammers are going to work. Today on Ask BBB, we'll look at summer scams so you can spot them and put them on ice. There are two seasons in Canada, winter and construction. Construction season isn't restricted to our roads and big housing projects. Homeowners undertake renovation projects during summer months. Today, we look at one-day bathroom renovations and dumpster rentals for those large renovation or decluttering projects. And our first guests are Carolyn and Matt Curry of Bath Fitter in London and Windsor. Welcome to Ask BBB. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Um, Carol and Matt, from your experience, what is the major reason people choose to remodel their bathroom? People tend to remodel their bathroom for a number of different reasons. They may have simply an old, outdated bath area where they have a colored bathtub, purple or pink, something (laughs) green. We see all sorts of different colors. Um, People also may choose to renovate their bathroom if their tile is getting old or they're experiencing some leaks. They also may renovate their bathroom if they're not using their bathtub anymore and they they want to use it, they would like a walk-in shower. Hmm. Yeah, sometimes they just don't find it functional and if it's difficult to clean or they have a hard time getting in and out of the shower or tub, then then they look to renovate. So what's the first step uh, when you start thinking about bathroom remodeling? We find that the first step is is research. Um, I and mean, there's so many different ways that people can can research. They can talk to their friends and their neighbors. They can look at every you know at our website. They can look at our different reviews. We always send people to the Better Business Bureau website as well. Um, people may give us a call and ask some questions over the phone. They may come into our showroom. Those are those are typically the first steps. Is just just a lot of research. Can you give us some estimates about how long it usually takes to complete a project from the first contact with your company to the final installation? Well, typically uh, from from the first point of contact, either through our website or by phone uh, to the time of completion, we range from four to six weeks. Now, a lot of that includes coming out to have a look at the bathroom, uh, do an assessment of the bathroom, uh, sort of walk you through the options and, and help navigate the different choices. And then once we put a plan together, get the materials ordered in and scheduled up. And then once we come to install it, we're in and out in a day, two days maximum. So uh, what are the choices that a, that a homeowner has then through a company like Bathfitter uh, and the one-day renovation? Uh, are there color choices? What are some of the things that people are going to have to look at? Well, what we're best known for is where we make a brand new acrylic bathtub that fits over top of the old steel or cast iron tub. Uh, We also do a seamless acrylic wall system that fits directly over the existing, although the question we typically get about that is, well, what if there's something wrong with the walls I have? We make those repairs Mm -hmm. first. What we're um, starting to do a lot more of is where we actually do tub replacements. We'll take the bathtub out and put in a new one. So if you're unhappy with the the, um, size of the existing one, so if it's too deep or not deep enough, we can change it out to a soaker tub. Um, We also... Uh, are doing more and more tub-to-shower conversions where we take out bathtubs and install brand-new low-threshold shower bases. Now, it, is the manufacturer of the uh, uh, unit that goes over the old bathtub, is that specific to to the homeowner's uh, uh, place? or Exactly. Or so the way the process works, every time we come across a bathtub we haven't seen before, we make a fiberglass mold of the original tub, and then we turn that into what's called a thermal vacuum mold. It's the same process used for making any acrylic tub, hot tubs, whirlpools, those type of bathtubs. Uh, and then we, we t- uh, take these molds and assign them names and numbers, put them into a catalog. So then when we come out to the house to see your bathtub, we're trying to identify it as a tub we already have. And if we don't have it, we simply make a new one. 
Uh, I was going to ask about replacing a bathtub with a shower, which you just sort of mentioned, but are there different types of bathtubs that you can consider, or are you stuck with the the existing form? And if you're converting to a shower, are there options there? Yeah, we have lots of different options. So in regards to converting a tub into a shower, um, many times customers we find are not using their shower, any, pardon me, their bathtub anymore. Um, so we we take it out and we make a really nice, shower that has beautiful glass doors. We can do jets and seats and things along that line. So it makes it look and feel very luxurious. We also have a lot of people who can't get into their bathtub anymore for one reason or other. Their their legs can't get over their tub. So we can make a more of an accessible shower, but that still looks beautiful, but adding grab bars and, and different styles of faucets and things along that line. Going into the bathtub, um, we can, again, as Matt had mentioned before, we can make a brand new tub that fits their existing tub so that stays as the same mold as their current. Or we can take out the bathtub. We have a humongous um, new soaker bathtub. We have it in our showroom. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, So if you want a nice big soaker tub, we can do that. Or we can take out the bathtub and put it in another tub that... um, fits as more of a standard bath area space, but is a soaker tub as well. There's a lot of different options. You mentioned the materials, uh, acrylics. What uh, Maybe describe that. And and uh, how durable are they when it comes to maintenance and, and care? Uh, extremely durable. The technical name for the material that we use is a co-extruded acrylic-capped ABS. And, and to make a long story <laughs> short, the, it's, it's the sum of two parts. Uh, it's acrylic with an, with an ABS backing. So the ABS is what gives it strength and flexibility. The acrylic is what gives it its shine, its repairability, and its and its uh, ability to be cleaned very easily. What sort of guarantee should we expect? The the acrylic uh, components uh, come with a lifetime factory warranty, uh, and then we guarantee the workmanship for five years. Now there are a number of companies that do the same sort of thing that you do. What what sort of things should we be asking a company that we choose? to to do our renovations? A really important thing to find out from each company where, where, you know, companies do something very similar is how long have those companies been installing those specific products for? You can have a number of different companies that renovate bath areas, but have they been renovating with one product for a couple of years or has it been 15 years? Have they changed suppliers what specific products are they are they putting in? I mean, as compared to us, uh, our business has been in the Curry family for 25 years, and we are a bath fitter company installing bath fitter product that is manufactured by our bath fitter head office. So those are really important things is find out exactly how long they've been installing those products for and who installs them. Is it a subcontractor or is it a, an actual company employee? So along the same vein, should we be asking for more than one quote? And what are some of the other things we should know to be able to properly compare them? And, and maybe even who, how do we find who to compare in the first place? Absolutely. Um, you know, I think that rule of thumb is typically people get three quotes and tend to shoot for the middle one, whatever that means. Um, you know, I, I think when you start comparing all these different products, you have to look at, you know, what are the true features of the products? Uh, as an example, we, we offer a seamless acrylic wall, which is unique to Bathfitter. You know, not all acrylic walls are made the same, nor are they installed the same. So on paper, that may look the same, but does that translate into an identical experience once it's installed? Um, you know, it, it really just boils down to homework. If you find people who've had the products installed, that's going to give you your best sense mm. of, of how these things work and, and, and uh, 
you know, how the, how the co- uh, companies stand behind their products. And of course, we always recommend that you uh, check out any company on the BBB directory and Absolutely. make sure that they're 100%. an accredited business. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we direct people to that every single time. We actually, when people come into our showroom, we have a printout of our uh, BBB page that we hand everybody and we tell them we're, we're very proud of this A-plus rating that we maintain and we work hard to maintain it. And we want to thank you very much for taking time out of your busy day to be with us here on Ask BBB. Thank you for having us. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Our guests have been Carolyn and Matt Curry, owners of Bathfitters in London and Windsor, a BBB accredited company with an A-plus rating. And after a short break, we're going to return to learn about bin rentals. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. And we've reached our guest as he works today. We say hello to Mark Stevens of London Bin Rental. Good morning, Mark, and thanks for taking time to talk to us on Ask BBB. Good morning, Linda and Jim. Nice talking with you. Uh, Mark, what's the difference between a bin rental for junk removal and uh, a junk removal service? Oh, well, a junk removal service usually... What they'll do is they'll send two or three guys in a truck with a small box on the back, and the customer basically just points at what they want removed, and the junk removal guys carry it out to the truck and haul it away. Uh, it's more costly than a bin rental. If, if you were to rent a bin to have your junk removed, basically what happens is that we come by and set a big, giant garbage can uh, on the customer's driveway. It's a, it's a, a roll-off container, right? So it's a, a steel container that's maybe 10 or 12 feet long by 8 feet wide by 5 or 6 feet deep. And uh, we set that on the customer's driveway, and they fill it themselves. So if you're an able-bodied person and capable of carrying items out to your driveway, then you'll save a great deal of money by renting a bin rather than using a junk removal service. So you mentioned that there's different sizes of bins. Um, How do we determine what size we will need to rent? Uh, okay, so we carry 12, 16, and 20 cubic yard bins. So that's sort of industry lingo. That's the industry standard for labeling the size of a bin, cubic yards. Uh, cubic yards is a measure of volume. We all know that. So it's not always very helpful to the customer when they're trying to figure out what bin size to rent. And my advice is always to ask for the dimensions in feet. So, for example, our 12 cubic yard bin is 10 feet long by 8 feet wide by 4 feet deep. And our 20 cubic yard bin is 12 feet long by 8 feet wide by 6 feet deep. So once you give the dimensions in feet, it sort of helps the customer to better visualize the size of the bin in relation to the amount of stuff that they have to dispose of. Okay, now we said stuff. So what, what can go into a dumpster and what can't, Mark? Oh, that's a good question. (laughs) Um, You can throw in pretty much anything you want with the exception of three or four broad categories of items. So the first one is no liquids, including paint or paint cans. Um, The Ministry of the Environment is uh, rightly concerned about ground leaching, so they want to make sure that everything finds its way into the appropriate place and is dealt with appropriately. So with regard to a bin, no paint or paint cans, uh, no flammables or potential explosives. So, for example, no uh, aerosol cans or barbecue tanks, uh, no hazardous waste. So, for example, no car batteries or needles and uh, no solvents or liquids like oil. They have to be dealt with in an appropriate manner, like at the household hazardous waste depot. Aside from that, you can throw in anything you want. <laughs> and what happens to the stuff in the bin? Does it end up in the landfill? No. Uh, 
we dump all our stuff, as do all bin rental companies, at one of two approved facilities in London, either Green Valley Recycling or Tri Recycling. And at the end of the day, they're sorting facilities, and they're able to divert more than 80% of all the material that enters their yard from ever going to landfill, which is great for the environment. Uh, Mark, is a company like um, London Bin Removal required to be licensed and, and insured? Are there... Um, some requirements like that? Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, we're licensed and uh, regulated by the Ministry of the Environment, uh, as well as, obviously, the Ministry of Transportation. Uh, Requirements for licensing are quite stringent. And uh, with regard to insurance, we carry a fleet uh, auto insurance policy, as well as commercial general liability insurance. And, of course, all of our workers are covered under WSIB in case of an unlikely workplace injury. It's never happened, but that's not to say it can't. So, yeah, we're pretty heavily regulated and uh, licensed and insured. Uh, Can you give us an idea about the cost of a bin rental and how long the homeowner can keep the bin? Certainly, yeah. Uh, Bin rental starts at $160 for the bin rental plus $88 per ton for dumping fees. Now, I realize that leaves kind of an unknown variable because it's $88 per ton. How many tons am I going to have? Well, it depends on the type of material that you're disposing of. So, uh, for example, if you're putting a new roof on your house and you're filling the bin with your old shingles, everybody knows that shingles are very heavy. But there's a way to calculate uh, roughly how much it's going to cost uh, because we know that it's about one ton for every 25 to 30 bundles of shingles. So it's, you know, a little simple math on the phone with the customer, and we can kind of rough out how much it's going to cost. But in order to simplify it further than that, I can tell you our average invoice is around $300. That's bin rental, dumping fees, HSD, everything included. Uh, it's a five-day rental term. Now, each, each company may have different terms. Some, you know, maybe shorter, some maybe longer. Uh, and each company also has, you know, different rates uh, for a bin rental, different rates for dumping fees and so on. But at the end of the day, everybody has to remain competitive and in business, so we all walk away with the same in the end. Uh, but about about a five-day term is average, and about a $300 uh, invoice is what you can expect, roughly. So if the project takes longer than we thought, uh, can you extend the rental, or do you start with a new bin, or how does that work? Oh, yeah, no, uh, you can extend it. Just give us a call the day before your pickup, your scheduled pickup. And what we do is we charge $15 per day rent after the fifth day. Okay. So do mm-hmm. renters sometimes have problems with neighbors or passersby throwing items in the bins? Uh, no, not usually. Uh, I think it's happened maybe uh, maybe once a year I've heard of this happening. But uh, uh, what I have told people in the past is that if they're concerned about it, Sometimes just throwing a tarp over top of the bin at the end of each workday seems to be an effective psychological deterrent. I don't know why, but people shrug their shoulders and think, oh, well, bin's covered. Can't throw anything in it now. Okay. <laughs> so a $5 tarp from Canadian Tire might save you that problem. Right. Uh, will the bin damage the driveway? Our bins won't. Uh, we have a rubber membrane around the steel roller on the back of our bins. Uh, and it functions just like a car tire. I believe we are the only company in North America running a vulcanized rubber membrane around the rear roller. The only thing that's going to touch your driveway is going to be rubber and wood. Are there things I should ask the bin rental company to assure I will get satisfactory service with no major surprises? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I would want to verify the delivery date and the pickup date. Um, 
while you're filling out the work order. So, I mean, you order a, a bin to be delivered on Monday and picked up on Friday, let's say. Just verify before you hang up at the end of the conversation, okay? So I want to verify that my bin will be delivered on Monday and picked up on Friday. So know your delivery and pickup date so that you're not cut short because you thought maybe it was going to be left out a little bit longer. Uh, also, uh, you want to make sure you're getting satisfactory service with no major surprises. I would say be certain that the company is transparent with no hidden fees or surcharges. And I might say that the, the Better Business Bureau is a great source for rooting out disreputable companies from reputable ones, trustworthy companies. That's advice that we agree with, <laughs> and you should yeah, uh, check I, them out on the BBB site. Uh, Mark, Absolutely. thank you very much for taking time from a, a busy day. Uh, we'll let you get back to work here now, but thanks yeah, very well, much. For, thanks for thanks, joining thanks us. Thanks for your time. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Our guest this morning have, has have been Mark. Day. Okay. Our guest this morning has been Mark Stevens of London Bin Rental, an accredited business with the Better Business Bureau with an A-plus rating. And we'll be back in a moment to talk about summer and the scams to watch out for. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Linda, summer's a time when we tend to relax a little bit. People are on vacation. We arrange more leisure activities uh, for time at the beach or at the cottage to day trips for festivals and sightseeing. Yes, it's a great time of year. But just as summer also brings some pests like mosquitoes and insects, it's a time when scammers put the bite on us too. So let's just go over some of the scams that we need to be aware of in the summertime. Well, as you might expect, vacation scams are right up there in the summer months. Scammers uh, call consumers with free vacation offers. They might offer travel points as well. Air miles uh, offer to be part of a vacation club. Uh, But to collect the free vacation, you're asked for personal information as well as credit and debit card information, and that sets you up for identity theft. So how do we protect ourselves against this scam? When you start planning your vacation, book with a reputable travel agent or an established hotel. Go to the Better Business Bureau directory to find an accredited agent. If you go onto a website, keep an eye out for a bad uh, spelling or poor grammar. These are indications of scammers. Uh, When you pay, get refund policies in writing and pay only by credit card. We talked to representatives of the Canadian Association of Movers here on Ask BBB just a few weeks ago, and they made us aware of moving scams. I suspect, Linda, that that's on this uh, summer list. The moving scammers definitely take advantage of their peak season. So the first thing to do is check the BBB directory to find accredited movers. You might also visit the Canadian Association of Movers website at www.movers.net. Well, we love summer for the festivals and for the concerts. If you can, plan ahead. If you are looking for last-minute tickets, watch out for scalpers. Uh, They are out there looking for last-minute ticket buyers. So look for a legitimate ticket broker. Search the BBB directory for events ticket sales. Well, we all remember our summer jobs from high school or college or university days, Linda, but scammers are out there and they could make an experience that you want to forget. Seasonal job postings may not be as advertised. Red flags for employment scams include no interviews or applications, no job details, non-existent websites. One big red flag is if you are required to pay a fee of any kind to secure employment. So, 
Linda, those are scams that are prevalent in the summer months, but there are scams that seem to be around no matter what time of year it is. We continue to get the calls about Canada revenue scams. The caller claims that you owe taxes and they will be issuing an arrest warrant if you do not comply. They leave a number for you to call. Do not call the number. The CRA does not make these kind of calls. Go to the Better Business Bureau Scam Tracker for more information and tips on this scam. You might also check out the Government of Canada website and search for tax scams. And Linda, uh, tech support scams don't go away in the summer either. If you get a call from someone who claims to be a tech support person, hang up. If they claimed to be from a computer company, call that company directly on a number that you know is genuine. The number one rule, do not give control of your computer to a third party who calls you out of the blue. And never give your password over the phone. No legitimate company or organization calls and asks you for your password. Linda, that's our time for this time around. So until then, I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Remember, ask BBB. And start with trust.